It's coming. And it tastes so sweet. You'll hop when you eat. Come on. Hold on to your tummy. We got something good. With my hauntingly delicious cereal. It's so good, I crinkle every time I eat it. Hello, and welcome to Cereal Killer. I'm uh, one of your co-hosts, Maria Spertolozzi, and with me, as always, is the lovely Anastasia Washington. Hi, guys. I was like Vanna Whitening or, or, <laughs> yeah, or holding up. The cereal bowl <laughs> with our logo on it. Well, it's not really our logo. Whatever, it's less water. <laughs> Fine name on it. <laughs> You're not involved in what we're doing right now because you I... can't see us. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fine, it's the same way that I wave every time I introduce myself on one more drink, even though no one can see us. Exactly. <laughs> oh. um, well, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Serial Killer, uh, the podcast where we pair true crime with breakfast cereal. Um, we do that. <laughs> this week, I will be talking about Crispus Attucks, who some of you may know and some of you may not, but he was uh, the first person killed in the American Revolution, um, and he's well, yeah, he was the he was the first person killed at the Boston Massacre, which is thought to be the first incident in the American Revolution that started the like actual war. Mm. Um, Very Hamilton so, of you, I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, it was you know it was the Fourth of July, and I had this Rice Krispie red, white, and blue uh, cereal. Ooh, I wonder uh, how it tastes. So I was like, hmm, what should what should go with this red, white, and blue cereal? Uh, a very American murder, <laughs> a patriotic murder, if you will. I don't know. I sh- I, I love it. That's the name of it. Special though. That's the ma- a very a very American murder. <laughs> very American murder. <laughs> I feel. Like, that's a reality show. It is, it is. What is the free thing on the box? Um, oh, I can get free Jet Puffed Marshmallows when I purchase any two uh, Rice Krispies or Cocoa Krispies cereal. And then it's, like, just a little coupon to, to give. I like free. Ooh, it expires in September, so I can still do this. Woohoo! Marshmallows! Yeah, and then, yeah, and then the back is just, like, different ideas for what to do with Rice Krispies. <laughs> there's some interesting ideas on the back of this box. Like, there's a Rice Krispie kebab with, yes. like, strawberries on it or something. Yeah, what it, where, sweet and fruity kebab. Strawberries, blueberries, kiwi. It says green kiwi and yellow pineapple. Are there other kiwis? <laughs> Um, I, don't I don't know because it, it would it would kill me to try that out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rice Krispies, tr- Rice Krispies trademark C recipe on the side, which is just like the regular how to make uh, Rice Krispie treat recipe. I'm, I'm sorry, they trademarked the recipe of no, they Rice, Krispies. Rice Krispies. Oh, I was like, I was like, they, I was like, how do you even do that? Can I do that? <laughs> Can I trademark a recipe? I feel like you could if it's like something you invented. I don't think you can trademark like Rice Krispie treats, but Rice Krispies probably could. That's true. Well, they have all the money. 
all the money. They have one, two, three, four, all the monies. Every money. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, and, uh, so let's see. Well, I, yeah, I already opened this because I've been eating it. I'm just curious if it's going to, like, taste like dye. <laughs> yeah, because Rice Krispies just taste like nothing anyway. Yeah. No, it tastes like Rice Krispies. Also, Rice Krispies are very hard to eat with your hands. Because they're, like, grains of rice through the... You know, sometimes I get to the end of my rice and I have to be like, listen, there's a few more left. Let me get them. <laughs> especially when you're doing especially when you're doing it with chopsticks, I'm like, you know what? I'm not wasting you rice. I'm here. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I feel you. I do that when I drop rice into my soy sauce when I eat sushi. Yeah, you're like that is good this rice right there. Good. This is good. This is good sticky rice. I'm eating it. <laughs> All right, and uh, I wonder. If I I literally because I eat my cereal so fast, have never noticed if it turns the milk any color. Oh, when because it's because it's, it's dyed. It's completely dyed. Yeah, I don't know. What is it? Is it doing it? That's gonna be a weird color combination too because it's gonna turn gray or something, right? Ew. I can't tell if it's dying it or if it's just, like, reflecting. Mm. But it tastes like Rice Krispies. It doesn't taste weird or anything. So They're red, it, white, and blue. So is it, like, a knife up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's doing the snap, crackle, pop thing. You might be able to hear it. <laughs> Hold it close. No. No. <laughs> I'm like, no. No, we can't. <laughs> That is truly one of my favorite things about Rice Krispies, though, is that they built a whole brand on the fact that this cereal makes noise. <laughs> and that it's, like, so bland that you can do anything with it. <laughs> but that's the thing, is, like, on normal Rice Krispie boxes, they're, like, you're put, I feel like we talked about this, they put, like, blueberries and stuff on it, and I've never put anything in my Rice Krispie. I haven't either. Like, I have never put fruit in my Rice Krispies. I put fruit in my um, Frosted Flakes. Interesting. But, um, yeah, I yeah, think that's I'll, the like, only cereal I do that with. I, sometimes I'll cut up a banana and put it in my Cheerios. Oh, see, I put a banana in my Frosted Flakes. Because that's the American way. I'm just kidding. I don't know. That's what my it dad is. did. The American way. That's what my dad did. And so I think, like, my whole family doesn't know. I have no idea. Like, No, it's super interesting how people eat cereal. Because there are people who will put, like, chocolate syrup in it. I'm sorry, what? Who is this person that's putting chocolate, cere- chocolate syrup in what cereal? This is one of the recommendations on the back of the normal Rice Krispie box is to put, like, blueberries and chocolate syrup on your Rice Krispies. I'm very confused by it. <laughs> I am as well now. I didn't know that this was a confusion that I was going to get into, but now I am confused. If you are a person that puts chocolate syrup in your, uh, on, on your cereal, I would like to hear from you. Um, I want to know why and how does it taste and is it mushy? Is it weird? Um, so are you so are you like knife up with this? What are you? Yeah, like knife this, is, this is a solid knife up. It's a uh, it's expected. It is what it, it's you know it's Rice Krispies, the good old American uh, way. I don't know. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I'll 
go with that. Pick the most American cereal. What would it be, though? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing more American than a red, white, and blue something. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll take it. <laughs> exactly, and the the box is already blue. Like, it's it's just made for America. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. All right. My red, white, and blue cereal for our very patriotic murder, which sounds weird when I say it. (laughs) Just now the title of this episode, and I'm writing it down right now, because I will inevitably forget and ask you right after the episode, what were we calling this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, but it, uh... I mean, it was going to be this or SEAL Team 6 killing Osama Bin Laden, because there's nothing more American than that. Yes, agreed. I just don't really care about that. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so so set the scene. We are in so, Boston is, of your hometown, right? Your hometown? Yeah, this is my hometown. And tr- truly, it is, it is in stone the site of the Boston Massacre, which is what uh, Crispus Attucks getting murdered leads to the Boston Massacre. Li- literally, like, he gets murdered, and then all these people are like, what the fuck? Because I'll get into it. But anyway, it starts the Boston Massacre, and there's a, like, stone plaque on the ground in the middle of the street. It's in the middle of an actual street of the site of the Boston Massacre. You can go there and, like, stand on it if you want to. It's in the middle of the street? Yeah, it's, like, on the edge of the financial district and then into the, like, Faneuil Hall, like, old Boston uh, area. Because it was happened, I think, in front of the, um, well, what is now the old state house. <laughs> Because we wow. have a new fancy state house. Right. But, and so it's like, there are just like these fucking skyscrapers and then this like old brick building and this like plaque in the middle of the street. It's Boston, hilarious. Boston is a very interesting like city. Like I remember the last time I was there, we were like doing that trail, the Patriot. Uh, the uh, Freedom Trail. Freedom Trail. Because there's two trails. There's a Freedom Trail and then there's the other one that's more like black centric and more yeah. about, uh, you know, probably more honest. Um, but, uh, we did the Freedom Trail, and, um, we were walking along, and they'd be like, this is the pub that, you know, uh... Yeah, the, the, whatever the, um... Oh, God, what's his name? Revolutionaries, yeah. Yeah, what's the guy that, that ran through the town? Jesus Christ. Oh, um... (laughs) Fuck, now I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, the one that's like, the British are coming... Paul Revere. Paul Revere. Anyway... (laughs) We drank there for hours. It's like the it's still there. And yeah. Oh yeah. The bell the, hand. Yeah. I know the tap. I know the pub. <laughs> yeah. And they still have like beer, like inspired yeah. by that time period and stuff like oh, that. So it's for, it's. Yeah. For my twenty first birthday, I organized the only bar crawl I have ever been on, and it was fantastic. But it was a historical pub crawl, and so we started at the oldest continuously running pub in Boston, which I think is the Green Dragon. That's where we were. We were at the Green Dragon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the oldest continuously running pub. Um, The Bell in Hand is the oldest pub, but there was like a period of time during, I think, Prohibition or something where they like shut down. So it was not continuously running. Oh, I see. So we went to the Green (laughs) Green Dragon, and then we went to the Bell in Hand, and then we went to the Omni Parker House where uh, Kennedy hung out and drank and proposed to Jackie O. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and I had a, my, 
the only martini I've ever had because martinis are disgusting. <laughs> I don't like gin, so there's no reason for me to drink okay. a martini. Okay, I was like, I was like, I was like, but they, you know, we could find a martini for you. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. This. We could do but, this. Uh, but yeah, you don't was... need to, but like, I yeah. want to do this now <laughs> for you. Because <laughs> it was like a martini bar, and I was like, oh, I'll do it, whatever. And my, my friend was like, you're going to hate this. And I took one sip and was like, you get to drink the rest. <laughs> I don't like this. That's why your friend encouraged you to have a martini right there. Because she yeah. was like, I'm just going to get the drink. <laughs> yeah. And then we ended at a bar that I think the Dropkick Murphys own. Oh, uh, yes. That is a band for people that don't know. Band from Boston. Um, yeah. And that was my 21st birthday pub crawl. It's vi- And again, it was like some of these were like old brick buildings on cobblestone roads and then others were like next to the convention center you know what i think that when uh covid it lifts and all this quarantine lifts we need to do a true crime um pub crawl we're gonna oh, work yes. that uh so i am putting it so down I feel like we can do a really good one in la yes uh, so much okay so true crime pub, true crawl. pub crawl I love it. Okay, so patriotic. So we are, we are in Boston. There are cobblestone roads. It is 17, uh, what is it? 1700s, late 1700s. Just yesterday. 1770, yeah. Okay. Um, and so Crispus Attucks, before this, before he we come to the moment where he dies, uh, was a mixed race man of most likely Native American from one of two tribes um, and then like black Mm -hmm. Um, but people when describing him never use the word like African or the n-word or anything Um, so people who saw it thought of him as like a mixed race person Uh, they called him a mulatto which is a word that I learned in school for some reason. Yeah, it's a, it's weird. I've had people ask me, is it okay to call you mulatto? And I'm like, I don't know, actually. Like, I don't yeah. know how I feel about it. Because there's a lot of terminology for for being biracial like I am. And, and I just, I don't know. Like, when I hear mulatto, I do go, hmm. But I don't know how I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's not an immediate, like, warning sound that goes off. It's just this kind of like, what? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I was at a, I was at a bar, like, at the Madonna Inn, and some guy was, like, mixed, like, me, and he was, like, um, are you a mulatto? And I was just, like, and my friends were, like, I'm so sorry, what did you say? And I was, just, like, and they were, like, they were, like, are you, and I'm, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm calling me a mulatto, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But, okay, but that was a term... But that, no, yeah, that, that was, was the term that was, like, popular then. Yeah. And so, it, yeah. And, it and there was much worse terms back then. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but there are, like, a lot of debate among historians on that. And it's literally the Wikipedia page <clears throat> is, like, his early life and ethnic origins. And it has, like, one paragraph about how he was born in Framingham, which is a generic town, like, 40 minutes outside of Boston. And was owned by a man, and then maybe ran away, maybe was freed. No one's quite sure if he was a free man or a slave at the time of his murder. Um, okay. And then it goes into like, like 
many paragraphs about his ethnic <laughs> background. It's All right. very, people are very, very contentious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he may have been free, but he was definitely a slave at one point in his life. He also was a um, like sea merchant at some point. Um, and so in 1768, British troops were sent to Boston in an attempt to control the growing unrest, similar to what's happening in Portland right now. <laughs> yep. Um, but not the British, our own government. Anyway. <laughs> so this led to a bunch of like unrest and officials uh, introducing basically all these the, the like unfounded taxes. There's right. the, the Stamp Act, the Townsend Act, T Act. There's a whole bunch of them, but it was basically just like, okay, we're going to tax the shit out of everything you try to, like, sell or barter or get. Um, And it's going to make it, like, basically impossible, and we're not going to give you any reason for what, like, these taxes are for or why we're doing it. We're just going to make you do it. Oh, lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the... Yeah, in March 1770, so two years later, unrest has been growing. Everything is shitty. Um, there's a crowd of colonists in front of who were confronted a soldier who yelled at a boy for complaining that the off that an officer did not pay a barber bill, like a haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. The soldiers of the 29th Regiment of Foot gathered with the townspeople and the colonists started throwing things at them, like snowballs and snowballs full of rocks and just rocks. Um, I was like, snowballs? Okay, so it was a snowball fight. And then you added the rocks. And then, yeah, and and then, then I was like, okay. Men, uh, with Crispus Attucks included, approached the old, what is now the old state house, but what was then the state house, okay. armed with clubs. Um, and when a soldier was struck with a piece of wood, some claim that it was Attucks who did it. Some mm. have are like, no, it wasn't him. Um, but ultimately, the soldier started firing, and they ended up killing five colonists. Two were wounded, and Attucks took two ricocheted bullets to the chest and was believed to be the first person dead. And when I learned this in school, it was like... He was, yup, it was like all these people were yelling at the soldiers and throwing stuff, and then some guy just shot Crispus Attucks, and that started the fight, like, real, but Mm. that's, you know. I mean, it's more complicated than that, but yeah. But yeah, so it was this, like, turning point where then it's, everything started in full, um, but the Crispus Attucks got a, um, like, a really nice... And actually, his body was carried to Faneuil Hall, which was like the big meeting hall. It's still there. And it lay in state for uh, three days. And then him and the other victims were buried in the old burying ground. He lived to be about 47. Oh. Yeah. Which is, but yeah, it's kind of old for there, for then, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I would say that's like... 
upper end. Um, this is also interesting. So after this, the soldiers were put on trial, obviously, because they murdered five people. And John Adams, our second president, um, defended them in the trial. He was their lawyer. <laughs> he defended these defended the British soldiers. He, who also is, like, one of the reasons the Declaration of Independence got rid defended these British soldiers. I mean, I guess everybody needs a defense. Everyone, um, everyone, do trial. That's so interesting. Uh, I mean, now, now every time I hear his name, I just think of the Hamilton, like, John <laughs> Adams. <laughs> Good luck. Fair. Um... <laughs> It all goes back to Hamilton. <laughs> but yeah, he called the crowd a motley rabble of saucy boys. You know what? A motley... What was the second word? Motley what? Rabble. Rabble. Motley rabble of saucy boys. Saucy boys. <laughs> so saucy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Christmas Addicts and uh, the beginning of the American Revolution. John Adams. <laughs> John, John Adams. I like how you just like are randomly saying words at the end. John <laughs> Adams. Saucy <laughs> boys. <laughs> wow. So, so. Oh, and then Samuel Adams of Sam Adams Beer, right. who was John Adams' cousin, named the event the Boston Massacre. So that is the Boston Massacre. Yeah. What? What, what he? Uh, what? Uh, I can't even say his name. Crispin? Crispus. Crispus? Literally crisp and then A-S or U-S. Such an interesting name. Crispus uh, it died in the Boston Massacre. Yeah. Uh, he was the, the first one who died of the five people who ended up dead. It's interesting that they took notes like that, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like, oh, he died first. Right there. <laughs> Right there. This one. <laughs> this one did it. Did you see it? I'm, I'm writing it down right now. Yeah. Yeah. And the Wikipedia is also like mentions that there were multiple uh, witnesses who corroborated that he was the first one dead. So this is, I just imagine like an old timey constable coming around and being like, oh, I need, I need your statement about the, the goings on. <laughs> We need to know who died first. Who died first? It was that man right there. Yeah. <laughs> the body. It's just so weird to me. So history weird. is so weird. History is, like, that's why I love history, because it's just so weird. Like, it's, the things yeah, that become weird. important, you know? I love, like, colonial history, too, because we're taught it. I don't know if you were taught it in this way. I grew up in Boston, and we spent, like, six fucking months on the American Revolution almost every year. It was a very, very long time. Um, we were it, not taught that it, way. <laughs> it, 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 there's this, like, reverence of, like, oh, and they came here, and they started this country, and it was so difficult, and, like, then you learn things like John Hancock's wife hated him so much that she was basically like, whatever, put him in a shallow hole, I don't care. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we didn't learn stuff like that because we learned, you know, California history probably at the same time you were... But I... 
you know, having relatives that lived in Alexandria and like, oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah. go out there. My mom was very much into like, okay, we're traveling. So we're traveling to the East Coast. So that means that you need Felicity or Addie, like, which is our, for those that <laughs> don't American know, World Doll. American yeah. World Doll. And then like have having the, the hit, you know, the books that like explain the history and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but, like, I, w- I was a weird child. Like, I remember um, just, like, going to all these different places and having, like, such crazy feelings about it. <laughs> My mom said I freaked out at Gettysburg, like, <laughs> at, like, <That's> four. <laughs> hilarious. I, I was forced to go to Gettysburg on a school field trip. Uh, we, <laughs> for, okay, there were two middle, two public middle schools in my town, and the other middle school got to go to D.C. for their, like, class trip. Right. Um, in the eighth grade, like, the eighth, it was, like, the big eighth grade trip, and we went to Pennsylvania. So we did, like, Gettysburg, Amish country. We did get to go to Hershey Park. That was very fun. That's all that matters. It was great. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we got to go to Hershey Park. And we got to go to Amish country, which was really weird. We ate dinner with an Amish family, which was very interesting. I think I got a faceless doll when I went there. That makes sense. They don't put faces on their dolls. Yeah, I don't even know where it is because yeah, I wish they yeah, could find yeah, it. Yeah, all so creepy. It's like, <laughs> yeah, the, like Amish kids would like paint rocks or like make dolls or whatever, and then sell them for like pocket change. And so all my friends bought like, these Amish kid painted rocks. <laughs> And I was like, that's nice. I don't want one. Like, I, I, don't, I'm, I'm I think I just wanted a faceless doll because I thought it was so creepy. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. But it's, that, that's so interesting, like, because, like, your field trips were, like, like historical like that. Oh, Our yeah. field trips out here in L.A. were just very different. Like, we would go to the missions, yeah, um, we would go to like Native American sites. Um, yeah, like, history museums out here, but like obviously not even like California history sometimes because I would just be like, <laughs> we've run out of California history, so now we're taking you to the Museum of Tolerance. <laughs> oh gosh, no, we all we always went to the Science Museum. I went on like three trolley tours of Boston. That's the thing when you we were like a twenty minute drive. My schools. Like, every school I went to was, like, 15, 20 minutes from Boston. So all of our field trips were, like, and we're just going to go here, and you're going to learn about all the shit that happened here. <laughs> and a lot of shit happened here, you yeah. know. Like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, we uh, we went to the, yeah, we did the Bunker Hill Monument once, uh, which is the battle, battle of Bunker Hill, which was important for some reason. I don't know. There's a big, giant obelisk that you can climb there now. Um, it looks like. It looks like the the one in DC. Oh, the, the Washington. Washington. The Washington. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like that, um, and you can climb to the top of it. It's like three hundred stairs or something. I did the Washington Monument when I was a kid, and I I I probably had so much energy back then, and I can't even like fathom doing any of that stuff now. Like, no, it was m- one of my friends when he gra- he was a year older than me, and he graduated. Um, and he was, before he left, he was like, I gotta do all this, like, weird Boston shit, Maria, I don't know when I'm gonna come back here, and I was like, okay, cool, like, I'll go do all this weird shit with you, so we, like, walked through the North End from his apartment to the Bunker Hill Monument, and, like, climbed to the top of it, (laughs) it was so fucking weird, uh, I have, like, no, like, 
I, I remember as a kid, like, just loving to, like, run upstairs. Like, even, like, at, at um, Universal, <laughs> I would run up those stairs at Universal, like, and just, like, oh, be, like, racing people. so many stairs there. <laughs> so many stairs. And then I remember doing the Washington Monument and stuff like that. And then last time I was in, uh, last time I was in France, um, my friends were like, should we do the stairs for, like, Eiffel Tower? I was like, no! <laughs> there, is no the elevator. there is no reason to do that. Well, shouldn't we experience that? No, I have no, no need to. I have no need. <laughs> like, what am I going to experience climbing stairs that I won't experience by taking the elevator? Exactly. If you would like to do that, I will be up here drinking yeah. champagne after I've taken the elevator. Thank you. you. Know. <laughs> So in 1886 is when they placed the uh, circles where Crispus Attucks and Samuel Gray fell. And so they have circles with spokes leading out to form like a wheel. Mm. And they're still there to this day. I, uh, one of my friends in college had a friend visit and that was the thing he specifically wanted to do was go to the site of the Boston Massacre. <laughs> I mean, we all have our thing, all right. And I was like, okay, great, let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Then we can go to Faneuil Hall and hang out and get some food. Like that's right, because like uh, that that turned into kind of like a yeah. So a, the hall, it's there's Faneuil Hall and then Quincy Market, and so but it's just like everyone colloquially just calls it Faneuil Hall. But so the hall is still there, and they do like concerts and like various performances and stuff in it. And I think you can like get married there if you want. Um, it's really pretty. I had to go to a concert there for a thing in college. Um. And then the market, which when my mom was a kid was still an active like grocery market. And so they they raised chickens and they'd go and sell the eggs at um, Quincy Market. Oh, it's not like that anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, isn't it just like now cookie stands and weird? Ever, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, I was like, I just remember there just being like food court, food court, and I bought a whole bucket of cookies or something ridiculous <laughs> and socks. <laughs> places there's like a pizza place a seafood place chinese food like indian food there's everything but now it is i don't know i think i want to say that happened in like the 70s or the 80s that sounds they, about right and they built the ugly ass boston city hall which is really horrible and ugly please please google it it is the form of architecture known as brutalism which is named for it's like a german word um but it's these just like hard concrete lines that it's everything is literally everything is concrete. It's so gross. It's I hate it. <laughs> it's really oh ugly. Gosh, no. Like, especially in Boston, like there's so many like it's interesting. So and yeah, it's just so like weird. They built it and then they built this like plaza around it of all brick. And so there's it's just like this ugly giant building in the middle of this big open space. <laughs> No, like, see, that doesn't even fit Boston, because, like, Boston is so, it's so cool, because there's these, like, crazy, like, old buildings, like, they have this huge jail that is now a uh, hotel hotel and, and, like, multiple bars in it. Yeah, and I was, like, drinking in a bar that had, like, bars in it, and formally was a prison. Um, and so that's like cool. It's like yeah, it's yeah, cool. stayed there <laughs> for a that's minute. Right, that's right. It all comes back to Whitey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember when it was still a jail. When I was a child, it was still a prison. There was like barbed wire and everything. 
I like, yeah, when we, because that was how we would drive into Boston is we'd like have to drive right by it. <laughs> it's crazy because now it's just like a really swank. It's so swanky. It's, it's so like, swanky. So like this is, because yeah. you can stay in like the old jail in rooms that like used to be cells and it is like thousands of dollars a night. It's crazy expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I even remember like, you know, going to the bar. It was not, it was, this yeah. is not like your local pub. This is no, like, no, no. You know, <laughs> like $15 a drink. The dive bars that I went to in Alston where you could get a pitcher of beer for $11. Yeah. That's not happening there. <laughs> But Boston's a beautiful uh, city, and they have so many um, different uh, things going on, and so much history, and yeah, I mean, yeah, Revolutionary yeah. War, geez. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very, and it's a city that, like, it loves its history. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny, because it's also a city that's, like, half uh students at any given time <laughs> there are 80 colleges and universities in the boston metropolitan area um to the point that i could probably name 10 and you would be like those are schools because <laughs> there are so many <laughs> they're like school on the corner school on the corner <laughs> um so it's po the population in the summer like drops because all the students go home and then it just fills up with tourists <laughs> It's very weird. Sounds about right. <laughs> Tourists come in. They're like, there's space. There's space for me. <laughs> ah, I, can, I can walk the Freedom Trail. Oh, my god! Which I, I knew someone, actually. My boyfriend played Quidditch in college. <laughs> yes! And his can I just say how proud I am of that? <laughs> because <laughs> I wanted to play Quidditch so bad, and my friends were like, if you start playing Quidditch, we're not talking to you anymore. And I, I played like, Quidditch so hard. Honestly, Quidditch was like a very full contact sport for a while, and then they had to change the rules. And I know multiple people who've like broken collarbones, like torn ankles. My boyfriend tore his ACL twice playing Quidditch. My, my boyfriend also, uh, I think, tore his ACL playing Quidditch. So you really like a Quidditch guy, huh? <laughs> Quidditch guy. Uh, but the captain of his team, to, like, make money, and also because he was an actor, was one of the, like, people in costume on the Freedom Trail who would, like, could, like, oh, give you yeah. a tour. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was but wondering yeah, if they were legit or if they were, like, more like the Hollywood, like... Characters. Oh no, they like are legit. There's and there there's a not now, but um, there used to be a like walking tour um, company in Boston where people could just pitch their own walking tour, and mm -hmm. then it would have to be like vetted and seen through, and like people had to like test it. And but then you could do like a plant walking tour of Boston and see all the weird different agriculture and stuff. So, yeah, it was cool. That was cool. But no, no, there's no, that's hilarious, though. There aren't any, like, Hollywood Boulevard-type people in Boston. <laughs> no one's, like, out in a fake Elmo suit. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I come from here, and I'm like, maybe they're just like that. <laughs> I'm, but yeah, it's always, they're always, like, very knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> they will take you on like a long two-hour walk of the Freedom Trail. You can go see Paul Revere's house and all that <laughs> bullshit. 
Yes, yes, Paul Revere's house. Oh, yeah, no, so... Um, that this, we actually know his name now. One of my favorite <laughs> things about New England, about Massachusetts, like, Boston area, is uh, that, what is it called? There's a day in April that we always have off. Um, I want, it's Patriot's Day. That is the day. It is literally called Patriot's Day. And it's to commemorate the ride of Paul Revere and, like, the the revolution so they do paul revere's ride and they get a guy to literally do the whole ride on a horse that paul revere did wow they stop at historical places so there was a place that paul revere stopped in my hometown and so we would like wake up early and go see this guy ride to what was then a funeral home (laughs) but at the time was like a bar Right, right. He he's he just went pub crawling all crawling. through. He was like, yeah, I can go to this pub and this pub and this pub. Yeah, and then we watched the reenactment of the Paul Revere being like, ah, you must light the candles and form the city. And the dude in the pub being like, oh, come in. <laughs> and that's so funny. It's so weird. Come on in, Paul yeah, Revere. They, they the day, that day, they also do the reenactment of the Battle of Lexington and Concord because it's always around that time. You guys have so much going on. Just so much going on. It's to the point... That's also the day of the Boston Marathon. Oh, my Lord. There's a lot going on that day. Like, it's too busy. There's too much going on. (laughs) There's just a lot of history that you have to cram in. Pare it down. Pare it down. (laughs) You can't. There's too much. (laughs) So true. Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay, well... That's foray into the Boston Massacre and uh, a light Boston history. That was your light history moment. Light history lesson. We'll keep it keep it fun because you know that story hit way too close to home. Now that I think about it, and I'm really terrified by our country. I know, right? I'm like, oh yeah, a mixed race person. Uh, you know, protesting dies. Mm-hmm. 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 So knife down for <laughs> knife Mass- down for massacres, uh, massacres and uh, tyranny. Knife down for tyranny. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Knife down for tyranny. Uh, knife up for the cereal all around. I think knife right. Up for the cereal. Um, Even dry. Knife up. Knife up dry. It's like I'm not going to eat it dry, but. You know, I would say knife on the nice, table uh, then, right? Nice rice crispy bar with it. That's true. That is true. You're right. You're right about that. Which I will qualify as eating dry. It's like it's sticky like, dry. I don't know. <laughs> wet. It's not, I hope your rice crispy treats are not wet. <laughs> <laughs> knife down for wet yeah, rice knife down for treats. wet rice crispy treats. Ew. Um, Knife up for random uh, stone circles in the middle of a road. <laughs> and that's pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Very weird. <laughs> it's not something I've ever seen anywhere else. But to be fair, most places don't have cobblestone in America. That is true. Cobblestones. Knife up for cobblestones. <laughs> Knife up for cobblestones. Knife up for good shoes when you're walking on yeah. cobblestone. <laughs> drunk walking on cobblestone. Yes, and heels. It's a, it's a negative. 
God, I watched so many girls do that in college. <laughs> so not worth it, you guys. It's so not worth it. Um, Never worth it. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you can find us at Pod Serial Killer on all social media. Uh, 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 you can tweet us with your comments. If you put syrup on your cereal, let us yeah. know. Tell us if you put what you put in your cereal. I'd like to know. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing that you put in your cereal? Let us know. Um, and if you have any suggestions about what cereals we should try or what pairings we should do, we would love to hear from you. Especially if it can be bought online. Exactly. Which everything can be bought online right now because America. Um <laughs> America. Um, and oh, you can still watch our WonderCon at home panel, um, True Crime and Comic Books. So check that out. Um, it's a fun time. Uh, we do a podcast together called One More Drink, which you can find at One More Drink Podcast on all social network um, and on your favorite podcast apps. And for all these, um, podcast please rate us like us uh give us a review it really 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 helps us um and if you go to anchor.fm um serial killer you can also support us um financially if you so choose Mm -hmm. um we love it we love it um what else what else what else what else you have several other uh podcasts oh yes uh (laughs) you can find me at Anastasia W on Twitter at Anastasia Wash on Instagram, Anastasia TV on YouTube. I also do another podcast called Hysterical, which is spelled like H I S instead of H Y S because it's about history. Um, <laughs> so you can uh, find that. And uh, we have strange beauty tips uh, from historical figures. It's a it's a lot of fun. Um, and then I also do another one called Haunts and Hops, where we drink beer and talk about the paranormal. Um, and yeah, and where can people find you, Maria? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Maria Longname, and I currently run the social medias for uh, McLeod Ale, M A C L E O D. And if you're in Southern California, you can buy our beer. Yes, it's great beer yeah. and great pizza, which I'm not sure they're serving right now. But yes, we are. We do to go and delivery, and we also have outdoor seating. So if you so choose to sit outside in the middle of a pandemic and eat a pizza, you can. I orders are great. They <laughs> choose not to do that, and I get my I order my pizza to go, so that I don't have to pay delivery fees. But uh. Yeah, do what do what you feel, but I highly suggest the to-go order. Um, but they have some great beer and really great pizzas and really great beers. Um, so check them out. And uh, yeah, you know, that we have to plug. <laughs> yeah, so many things. Uh, and then uh, yeah, you know, you know, stay safe and don't be a dick, you guys. Stay safe and don't be a dick. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>